0: Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. Let's kick off this episode with the major news from Bending Spoon. This happened before the holiday, but I think it's worth uh, analyzing a little bit what has been going on. So uh, this Italian tech powerhouse, which, you know, Bending Spoon is as of today, has made waves by announcing a massive 100 million capital injection. Uh, this infusion of funds comes from the uh, some investors, including Bile Gifford, Cox Enterprise, and NB Renaissance. So, Benning Spoon has already raised an impressive 300 million, and with this injection, basically, it continues to solidify its position as leader in the uh, iOS app industry, and not only that. Um, let's look into the cap table, but uh, Nick, before that, uh, what's your... Uh, Quick uh, insight on this one.
1: How oh, well, um, I don't have anything particular in this case, uh, other than Benny Spoon is, a, as you said, it's a powerhouse. It's nice. On an international level, currently, it's probably one of the most important uh, Italian companies in software in the world. And I think the most important move that they made to become visible somehow was to acquire Evernote. It was quite an important, important company, um, and that was a moment of truth, if you want, uh, when they showcased their ability to acquire uh, prime brands uh, and bring them within the, their, their catalogue. And I think they will not stop there. Um, and this capital injection that comes quite, uh, quite in, a, in, a, in a short in a short time since the last one, uh, say something about what they expect to do going forward. Uh, so I expect more more acquisitions, uh, more important acquisitions from them for uh, the expansion in the, in the App Store.
0: Nice. And uh, um, thinking about the um, the cap table on this round, I think it's very interesting because basically they're collecting some of the biggest investors and uh, some of very strategic investors, actually. So they're like playing their cap table in a very interesting way. So, starting from like the massive uh, buy Gifford, which is a Scottish investment firm with about 223 billion of asset under management. So, a huge investment firm uh based uh in in uh, in the in the northern european part and what is interesting is that essentially uh what they're doing is they focus on trust and in investment vehicles so in the um, in the uk they have this uh, oeic sort of uh, mechanism which is essentially open-ended investment companies and uh they have a lot of like a manager they have a lot of like a uh, vehicles with different like investment theses, and it's it's definitely interesting to have some some big player like those in the cup table. So I thought that uh, that was particularly significant. Um, another interesting one is uh, I would say uh, NB Renaissance, which is uh, has an interesting story actually. Um, so uh, it's a spin-off from Intesa San Paolo Private Equity Work in partnership with the, uh, Neuberger Bergam, Berman, which is essentially the new dress of Lehman Brother, if you will. Uh, so it's, it's very interesting as uh, this NB Renaissance, they're basically bringing uh, their focus on Italian businesses, sp- specifically on niche investments, but no, not only that. So they're really working on um, niche industries, B2B exports. And uh, uh, right now, of course, Bending Spoon, it's, it's their latest investment and I thought it was, uh, was particularly interesting. Um, moving forward, another one, which uh, other two actually, which are particularly interesting is uh, Cherry Bay Capital, which is a wealth management firm, which also does a private investment. They're based in uh, Monaco, the Principauté um, de Monaco. And they're basically did an investment club since 2021. So started as a wealth management uh, moving into the multifamily office space and then doing like very interesting club deals. And uh, finally, last but not least uh, is Cox Enterprise, which is a private uh, broadbed company in the US. So in in some sense, that's the sort of the corporate side, which is also covered in a way. So really an, an interesting rooster of... Uh, of uh, of investors here we're we're looking into?
1: Not, not, not your traditional VC investors. They're more like private equity type of investors. Uh, so we, we're playing another type of league here. Uh, I wonder what the valuation was in this, uh, in this investment. Um, because usually I believe that the private equity investors tend to acquire controlling stakes but I'm not sure this is the case in this case. I would be surprised if it was. So, uh, it's an interesting and, and some, 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 somehow unusual type of round. Type of
0: yeah, yeah. The-
1: I don't know what you think.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, not many details are given about that. I agree completely uh, because it seems like uh, they, they keep their independence in, in action. So, I think that's a, uh, an unusual play in PE. But uh, maybe that we are on the on the border of how PE and VC sort of come together. Maybe that's where where we're at. So the company is big enough for a PE deal, but at the same time, the way of thinking of these deals is more toward the VC space. So so yeah, definitely interesting to to keep an eye on for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Another signal that uh, that I would you know would add uh, is that PE firms tend to be. Um, tend to operate according to the platform uh, deal. So they invest in the company, and the company start acquiring uh, pieces of businesses outside, so growing by acquisitions. And that's what Dennis Spoon has been doing uh, from, from the beginning. So I believe uh, the business model is pretty clear to these investors. So they know that where they're putting money in. Um, and and, and I, I believe they will provide also some some kind of further knowledge, uh, you know, uh, competence in, uh, in, in, in getting forward this acquisition-based business model. So, I, I really believe we'll, we'll see and hear more from Bandspoon in the coming
0: months. Interesting. All right, shifting our focus, let's talk about Lifty, making significant strides with the new capital increase. Uh, led by Adzimut, this funding round has pushed Lifty total capital raise to an impressive 103 million euro. So this has been done through a club, a club deal and uh, a separate vehicle is, was used basically for this kind of investment. Uh, and that kind of reflects the company's strategic approach. So the first investment was done through one uh, specific vehicles. This one, this one was done through an ad hoc specific vehicles. So I thought it was a small detail, sort of to keep in mind. This brings basically Lifty uh, at a 41 investment with, I believe, 49 million euro deployed as of today, and definitely that solidifies their position as one of the. I would say quicker and faster, and uh, more insightful player in the in the VC space right now. I would say,
1: mm. and probably most active in the last few years. Uh, not aware sure of many other funds deployed in so many startups, so much capital. So,
0: and in such a short very, amount very of time. Nice.
1: Mm. Very good. It's a very, very strong type of investor, um, and. I, and and it's interesting that we see Azimut going uh, full force in investing yeah. in,
0: in u Yeah. And I think that's significant because it's kind of a fund of funds sort of move. Uh, so Azimut is not only doing going direct. They're really playing like their cards in, in the broadest possible way. Also like betting on some of the best investors on the market. So very smart from their side, for sure. Uh, of course, they have the capabilities and they have the uh, the capital to deploy, to have such a, such a strategy, but uh, not obvious for sure. It's, uh, really, they really want to touch some of the most critical nerves in the tech space. So that's, uh, that's very yeah. relevant.
1: Yeah, remember, remember Azimuth is an asset manager, uh, yeah. so the, what they have are assets. So a lot of, lots
0: of customers
1: with capital to deploy. And you know, Lifty is another interesting product to offer them. And the numbers that you just said, well, I think they're easy to market. Uh, mm-hmm. So, we'd like to invest in the most active, uh, the coolest Italian investor doing a lot of deep tech, uh, and not last funded by Stefano Buono, who's the, the founder of Nucleo. So, someone, uh, not only totally that, so someone with a, an extremely great standing. Uh, so it's a perfect the perfect product to offer to um, a high yeah. um, of to to individuals based. So, good move, good move.
0: Yeah. And my question is actually like whether this kind of uh, vehicle was more bottom-up bottom, bottom up than top-down. So maybe from a request of certain high net worth, kind of being aware of what's going on with Lifty, e, maybe they would have been asking Azimuth about that. And then from there, you know, the kind of built around is like, a, you know, great, uh, you know, massive uh, success story. And then from there, like they would market it like to across all their investors. I mean, it's um, it's such a like company that is well known right now. So um, I'm curious. That's uh, that's a, that's mm. you know. Sometimes things are top down. Sometimes are bottom up. So yeah, so,
1: yeah. I don't know whether it is a, a buy side or sell side move. So like you know, customer wanting to invest in Lifty or some so something in between like uh, yeah. uh, a, 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 an individual contacting Lifty to invest and say hey, you know, uh, I, I managed by the the ads in it a uh, wealth manager and the wealth manager says hey wait a minute there's a product there uh, it might be it might be
0: yeah
1: yeah mm. nice all right and uh, stefan um, one was on fire last month because the we, we, nuclear also acquired uh, sorry if i jump in uh no, please, during august acquired a franco swiss company building um pumps i believe for nuclear uh, nuclear um, plants so Nucleo yeah. is on an acquisition spree as well. So building uh, internally all the capabilities to, to, to control the products.
0: So busy summer. Definitely, definitely. Imper interesting. All right, uh, another Noteworthy development comes from uh, MIP, Milano Investment Partner, joining a 3.5 million seed investment in Gelatech. This is from uh, last week. So Gelatech is a biotechnology company based in uh, North Carolina, um, revolutionizing the collagen and gelatin market. So basically what they're doing is they're harvesting pure high-quality gelatin and collagen from cells instead of animals. So trying to actually like change this paradigm. And uh, definitely it's easy to see their ki- the kind of application of this uh, this widespread product, uh, as a, a sort of a, um, a, a like a product used in many 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 different applications, not only in the pharma industry but also in the food sector. So uh, interesting, very interesting. Then uh, MIP is, has such a broad look. Uh, well, MIP, as historically, has always been very you know aware of what's going on both in uh, in Europe as a, as a, as a continent and the US. So definitely a great move and uh, the the proof of their like uh, incredible connection across the globe. So definitely interesting move. Mm-hmm.
1: What I was surprised when I was looking at the um, at the homepage of Jalatech. Uh, remember this is not my, my my sector, but there was this uh, wall of um, uh, wall of news. And the third one was well-behaved women seldom make history. it. So that was like wait, a biotech company, possibly something like that. Um, and that's when I discovered that the, the company is actually funded and, and, uh, and, and led by a, a women entrepreneur, uh, also Forbes 30 under 30, so young woman entrepreneur Stephanie Michelson. Wow! And it was interesting. It was, it was, it, it was interesting because you, 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 you don't often see this type of, you know, um, communication by biotech by company. They're usually a bit more bo- boring below below yeah. the line yeah. in yeah. a sense. Uh, so it was, it was interesting, so um, kudos for the type of positioning uh, of, the, of the communication.
0: Awesome. All right, let's talk about H14, uh, H14 uh, making a mark in the investment realm by joining a 12 million round in Qualifies, German startup specializing in audit services for the pharmaceutical industry. So that's a very interesting niche. Um, Qualifies offers supply chain audits, compliance and data services, basically contributing to the efficiency and the compliance of the pharmaceutical sector. So, uh, very, you know, uh, non-obvious niche, I would say. Very unique approach, basically combining data software to compliance and in one of the most solid and growing like sector of all time, which is pharma for sure. So, very interesting. Um, yeah. again, age 14, uh, one of the most active um, family office from one of the wealthiest family in Italy. Uh, again, very good great like outlook, not only national but internationally. so definitely an interesting move for the ecosystem. Let's maybe talk about uh, Team System, Nick, a uh, digital business management solution provider based in Pesaro, raising funds from Google Capital uh, uh, and Abu Dhabi's Adia. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so
1: maybe raise fund is not exactly the, the right term because basically it was a minority sale. Uh, team System is owned by a PE company. Uh, and they've been pretty active in Italy and Spain, uh, in the, in the b- business software sector. So they offer, the catalogue is huge, they offer all type of um, solutions for, uh, for businesses from, you know, HR management to people management to um, payments and so, on and so forth. Uh, and they've been pretty aggressive since the, since the beginning in acquiring companies. So, they, are, they have quite a lot of products. Uh, they made they make quite a few acquisitions each, each year. Uh, and this is the classic play. You are a key investor on, on board, as we've seen before. Uh, and the strategy is to grow top line uh, by acquiring profitable businesses and expanding the catalog and cross selling uh, across the catalog. So, a uh, perfect move. And what was interesting is that uh, the P firm uh, sold the minority stake in the company to Google. Uh, into this, so the Saudi so investment, uh, investment fund. Uh, it is nothing. It is not something that happens uh, frequently. You either exchange ends, so the company moves from one fund to another, realizing the profits, uh, or you know, this type of minority sale might be uh, the starting point of, of for something else. What I don't know. But it's interesting, and in in the case of Google, Capital G is basically the private equity arm, more or less, of Alphabet. So it's Mm -hmm. part of the company doing that as a business. So I don't know, but it was quite an interesting type of type of news, Uh, also for the for the Italian ecosystem. So interesting,
0: fascinating. So, um, maybe let's finish off by um, maybe some broad uh, sort of uh, uh, comments. So I was expecting way more AI movement, to be honest with you, uh, on the wave of what's happening in the US. So, okay, we start from a position where the whole VC uh, ecosystem is really like took like a big slowdown internationally. The AI is still like sort of like the, the big protagonist. Um, you know, in Italy, what seems to happen is that uh, investors are staying very active in general, I would say, uh, both nationally and internationally and like even internationally, I would say. So that's what we've been we've been seeing maybe. I mean, August is particular, but uh, but and it's not too significant. But at the end of the day, I think that tells us maybe maybe something or maybe the beginning of something. So very active investor, I would say. And then uh, some of the solid sector remain solid like uh, pharma we always see pharma and like in every, every like all this year we've been like some pharma deals coming up and there was never a real slowdown so that's a that's a strong sector then add the spice of like very capable female founder and then you got like a, an amazing combo as you were as you were mentioning in, uh, in uh, like before uh, even fintech. Fintech doesn't seem to, to slow down in general. So maybe those are the, the two big pillars that are holding up uh, this year, both nationally and internationally. Uh, AI, I'm ex- still expecting sort of a big wave, to be honest with you, as, uh, as like a reflection of what's going on in, in the US in general. But, uh, but yeah, it's taking a while. I would have I expected something quicker, actually.
1: Yeah, we're probably a bit slow. Um, I, even though I would say that in the proceed say in, in the proceed phase, uh, there are quite a few startups moving in the in the generative AI space, uh, mostly as users, so, so as a vertical implementations so, of uh, generative AI for some kind, for some kind of problems. Uh, a bit fewer in the infrastructure space. Uh, so for for some, for some reason we don't have much offering in that in that in the space. And it's a pity, in, in, in case you are out there working in the infrastructure and, you know, um, um, basis, model, uh, layer, please contact me, uh, I would like to talk. Um, but there isn't much uh, going on in Italy, even though we have quite a few things happening here and there. Uh, for example, um, not, not by, maybe not in Italy, but by Italians Abroad, for example. Um, one interesting case is uh, a very, very strong developer uh, based in Germany. He's Italian and he created um, a library uh, based out of Pandas. That's one of the most used um, uh, data management APIs in Python. And he added, he added generative AI to Pandas, so, he created Pandas AI. In an op- with an open source model, and you raise money, you raise funding uh, on the technology, to develop the technology, and it's quite interesting. But again, implementations, um, um, so not the not, not foundational model layer, but things are moving. So I expect to see more deals coming up in the next few months.
0: Very interesting, very interesting. But
1: you have a good right, point, so that concludes... we, don't a, we, don't, we don't have nothing, you know, booming uh, or something. It's still you know, sort something.
0: of, it, it, yeah, it sounds like it's in, the, in a phase where it's still like a, in the seeding phase, really like below the, the ground, it's like there, it's moving, it's evolving, but it's still like, like to, you know, show the first signs. so basically.
1: Yeah, wait for Q4,
0: we'll see things, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Interesting, very interesting. Alright, that concludes the week's episode of the Week in Italian Startup. So, you, we hope you find this update insightful. Remember to subscribe to our channel uh, and thanks for joining us today. Until next time.